Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined this week by Tom. How are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm not bad. First of all, we'll explain a couple of things, get a bit of housekeeping order. We've been on for a few weeks. Uh, Tom, as you, any listeners will know, was on his honeymoon, so Tom was just back. How was your honeymoon, Tom? Just... It was fantastic. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying married life. Uh, Normally when that happens, me and Gunnar carry the, carry the can for weeks, but uh, Gunnar's work has exploded, and so Gunnar's on a bit of hiatus right now. Uh, I'm not getting it too much, people have been asking me, he's doing double shifts, basically all this time he when he goes home and sleep, he's back to work, so he's checked out the fantasy game, MD have noticed he's not been on Twitter for a while, so he should be returning on January after the international break, all things been good, and we're back to normal. So, Tom, we'll just do what we always do. Right back in it, we will go to our league, see the top three. So, number one is Jack Curran, 115, so that's 1154 overall. Second is Hab United, Per Habstad, 107, 115 overall. And third is Real Bretis, Brett Wallace, 100, 1143 overall. And if you actually look, I believe the top six in the league all broke a ton, so quite high school week. And the highest point score I could see in our league was Bayern never losing, who had 148 points, and he used the trifecta, Tom. Bench boost, triple captain, wildcard. Captain Tav, 39 points. Uh, he had a much better answer because his face captain was Nisbet, returned four, so I could have an even higher score. But anyway, let's go to our scores and rank. I'll let you start first, Tom. Um, so my score was 122 points. I also did the triple captain wildcard and bench boost this week. Uh, I had Clark in goals for four points, Bassey for 12, triple captain Tav got me 39, Scott McMahon got me three, uh, in midfield I had Aribo for 13, Hungbo for seven, Boyle for 11, Turnbull for 13, Abada for 11. Uh, up front I had Mikey Johnson for two points, I had Mullen for two points, and in the bench was um, his name? Maynard Brewer. Uh, for two points, Boyce for three points, Doig got me nothing, and uh, Cochrane got me nothing. Right, a mixed bag there for a wheel, Kel. 
AI triple captain this week. That's the only chip I used. I had a wild card. I kept a bench boost and I took a minus four and it gave me one to two points. So obviously minus four is one one eight. So I had strike eight and goals for seven. Vice captain Tavernier for twenty one. McMahon three. Ralston eleven. Arrival thirteen. Boyle eleven. Harks two. My genius moment. Triple captain Tom Rogic forty five points returned. I think I've not saw anybody with a better captain score this week. I've looked through the team, so I think ah. Uh, also with the right captain. Up front, Nisbet 4, boys 3 and Watt 2. And my rank is now up to 83rd overall. I forgot to ask you your rank. Where's your rank, Tom? Oh, sorry. Uh, I think it's probably the highest it's been all season. I think it's about 500 and something. So, go in the right direction. Go in the right direction. 526. Good, good. Right. What is next? Oh, I as well. MDO on Twitter, who's in the fantasy football Scotland Royalty Rumble. I've updated the round two. Tom, obviously you weren't here, but you have been knocked out in round one. Didn't quite make it. Didn't get enough points. Never I tried to be easy as I could for you. Top five go through. You still couldn't get it, but... <laughs> I mean, Gunnar's checked out, not touched his team, and he qualified. That is... Oh, man. I looked through what he'd done there. See what happened? I think he had, uh, he'd Captain McMahon for one of the weeks the very first week of the competition, and I think that's we donated their clean sheet, and he had a, an assist, I believe. So that set in good stead for the rest of the tournament, and he got through. So we will move on to the results in Tom from this week. We're not going to go back all the weeks we've missed, because there's really no point. The games are coming thick and fast. Where are we? I can find it. Right, so the scores of the last game week have been Dungeon United 0, Livingston 1, Ross County 3, Dungeon United 2, St. Johnson 0, Aberdeen 1, St. Mirren 1, Hibs 1. On the Sunday, we had Hearts 0, Rangers 2, Celtic 1, Motherwell 0. And then the midweek games for the double game week was Hibs 1, Dundee 0, Ross County 1, Celtic 2, and Rangers 2, St. Johnson 0. So before we move on to fixtures and trade pace captains, I'm going to let you come in, Tom, anything you've gathered for the last couple of game weeks when you've been off. I thought just because we've been away for a wee while, we'd maybe just run through the teams of the league and any points um, worth noting we could discuss. Um, so sitting at top of the league, we have Rangers. Um, it has been a while since we've been on. Obviously, uh, Giovanni um, has came in as manager. He, I think he was down as the manager when they lost the 3-1 game in the, the League Cup final. Um, sorry, semi-final um, against Hibs, but he doesn't really he didn't really take to the dugout until the Sparta Prague game, from which they've only conceded two goals. One of which was an own goal against Leon, and that was Calvin Bassey. Otherwise, it's been uh, clean sheets other than that Livingston game. So they've certainly um, solved the defensive issues. <clears throat> Uh, also noted in that time that um, Morelos seems to be emerging as a potential striker um, option. He has had three goals and two assists. So I think that far exceeds any other striker in the, the game so far. The only drawback is the price. Um, you're going to have to find some money to get him in. Um, but if you are on a budget, a nice alternative is Aribo. He scored three goals in that time as well. Um, and also during that time, I'd like to add that Bassey's been playing as centre-back and he's a, sort of a nice cheap option uh, into the Rangers' defence at £3.1 million. 
What do you reckon, Peter? Any, any other right. thoughts on Rangers? Asking, let me get in there after the team good. Uh, well, what I noticed as well was the game was is the defenders aren't as tacky as much, but like you said, they're mm-hmm. both solid at the back. So even though Tavernier isn't as going forward as much as he used to, he's still also getting a lot of clean sheets. So I still think it's a hole there. I mean, we used to moan about Steven Gerrard rotating the team and not having like these definite Rangers options. I think for pretty much most of the season, it's only been Tav. Most people have had, well, mm-hmm. I've had anyway. Whereas now, I've got Arebo, who is playing in the, the number 10 role behind the striker, who, who looks great. So he's a definite option. Mm-hmm. And Morelos looks like he's down a bit of form. So he's like an option if you can get to him. And like you said, Bassi is now the cheap, cheap option in the Rangers defence. You want to have a second double up, or even treble mm-hmm. up, go down that road at least till January. So I think the options now for Rangers have become much better. They do look quite solid under Giovanni, more defensively. It's like he's broke the team into two. Let the defenders defend, let the rest of them attack. Yep. So, I mean, we'll get to it later on, but I'm thinking my next couple of transfers will be Bassian, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I can get to Morelis without major surgery in my team, so I think I'm just going to continue with uh, the cheap strikers. Unless Morelos keeps his form up and he's like a must-have. I mean, because if he's going to end up top goal scoring the league, you'll find a two and a half million for somewhere to get him in. Yeah, definitely. I think there's an argument for uh, Goldson over Tav. Goldson's had a couple of assists in the last two games, you think? See, I don't know if this is one of the things where now you think he start chasing that and that's been his purple patch. Yeah, and it's over. Will he do it again? Whereas Tav and your stubborn quite consistent. I'll keep, it, keep an eye on it. I mean, if Tavernier's assists kind of dry up, then obviously it would make more sense to go inside one position and get the centre-backs instead if they're not pushing forward. But mm-hmm. I believe Tav's Tav still on free kicks, still on corners, so his assists still potential. Still has that potential there, yeah. So I'm still sticking with Tav right now. Magic. So we'll move on to Celtic then. Um, obviously, everyone will be aware of the uh, the injury issues surrounding Celtic. Kyogo's out, Yota's out, Ralston was out for a period of time, uh, Giamakis is out, we don't really have a recognised striker at the minute, uh, Forrest came on for half an hour and was injured again, so not looking too great for the Celtic attack, but ultimately they've managed to, to grind out results. Uh, Defensive-wise, Celtic have been kind of surprised, I'm surprised how many uh, clean sheets they've had recently, I think they've had Three in the last five being clean sheets. Yeah. One nil against Motherwell, three nil against Dundee United, one nil against Hearts. So not too bad. And obviously Ralston's back in the back. Um he made his presence known last night in the, the dying minutes. Uh so if uh Selic seemed to concede, Ralston's there obviously to get some attacking returns too. Um Obviously, Rogic has been looking decent recently. I thought he could have had a few more goals against Motherwell, but they grinded out a result, and he was the the, the main man in that game. Turnbull, uh, I thought he was. I thought he was playing down the centre against Motherwell, but it seemed more like Abada was playing down the centre last night. Uh, so Abada is maybe an option for the the short term at least. Uh, he's he's obviously um, very attacking and managed to. I think he managed to get. Goal last night and an assist. Was it an assist against Motherwell? Did you get the? Can't quite remember. The assist for Motherwell game. Yeah. Like was an assist? Was it? Was just not Rogic? Not sure. Back as man. Come here. Anyways, a decent option. Um, 
Anything to add on the, the, the Celtic? Celtic? Well, I've obviously I brought in Rogic because the Kyogo Jota situation. So I don't think you're going to see Jota until the turn of the year. So I think forget about him. Yeah. Kyogo obviously is touching goal. We've got a cup final this week, but then they play again on Wednesday. So you're not going to be able to actually have the other team. You're just going to have to just wait and see. So I'm, I'm not going to bring Kyogo back in. I'm going to stick with Rogic right now and Ralston. But I only think Ralph is back in the team because he don't have any wingers, so he's playing Juranovic further up. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And if he gets players back, then Ralph could potentially drop back out. I mean, my my plan was to move Ralph into Taylor at some point. I think Taylor's going to be the, the nailed left back when he's fully fit, and eventually get back to Kyogo and Yota. But it's just a feels like that many injuries. It's, it's kind of hard to. To pick and keep with one. Mm-hmm. Um, come January, we're going to have the issue if he signs these three Japanese players, we're going to have a more, a larger squad to rotate, and it's going to be harder to pick the new players. Yeah. But, so they're now I'm sticking with Ralston right now and Rodic. That's the two until I see any more team news. Yeah, same here. I mean, when I did my wild card, I had 4.2 spare for a striker, and I thought I can either go Van Veen or I can go Mikey Johnson. And I thought, Mikey Johnson's probably got more chance of scoring coming off the bench than Van Veen because he's kind of went quiet, uh, Van Veen for Motherwell. So I went for it, but I, I live to regret that. Oh Even, Mikey Johnson made a glass. You forget these things, Tom. I mean. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got any, I probably wouldn't have got any more points going for Van Veen, maybe one or two. But I'm going to have to reverse that choice um, because I'll be wanting Ralston in for. Uh, the next Celtic game, so I've got my three Celtic players, so I'll have to get rid of Mikey Johnson uh, in order to accommodate Ralston. Um, but the thinking behind that was there's a lot of guys that were at Celtic. Um, obviously, you've got Bassey as well, who might not be nailed on long-term as a centre-back. Uh, so I was hoping that not everyone comes back at the same time anyway, and I can gradually reintroduce these players back into my team as time goes on. Well, how many games out left for the break? Let me have a look and start his ticker. It always updates back to the start. It does it every time. Let's go to the... Right, game at 19. So... We've got 19, 20, 21 and 22. Yep. So, four games. Mm-hmm. You just get to try to... I mean, that's four transfers, isn't it? I think you've got two after your wild card. You start with two, so you can do what you want, basically, the next game week round. Yeah, I had to before I wild carded, so, so it's, um, they'll be reintroduced. I mean, I, I think sometimes with, well, with Bassey, you get, a, you get a gift in this game. He's 3.100 defence and he's playing well. I think you've got to get him in as quick as possible because he might not be nailed on further. I mean, then he goes, especially if the game goes to because ahead this week and they're not getting many players because of COVID, then it's like a shooting fish in a barrel type of thing. Is that where the breakout is? Is it on the Dundee United side? Dundee United side, so it depends right. if they're made to play it or not. It depends because it's new, obviously, new rules. We don't know if they're going to go, no, right, we'll, we'll, we'll postpone it because it's a new variant type thing. But if that's mm-hmm. the you've got to worry about your Rangers assets as well. So it's, we'll talk over this later, that's kind of a topic, but we've got to kind of balance it as we go along. It's a week to week thing. Yeah. Dundee United have been quite goal shy as well. So Bassey against Dundee United, you'd, you'd like them. Like to think he's going to get a clean sheet there. Saint Mirren haven't been great in front of goal. I think Brophy's out for a while. Yes, bad injury. Yeah. Um, so Curtis Main's not really doing a lot up front. I think they've even had McGrath playing up front. Um, so 
you'd fancy a clean sheet there as well. So a Rangers double up might be a, a good idea in the short term. They could probably yeah. keep a clean sheet against Aberdeen as well. And then who knows what Selic's position is going to be like in terms of injuries. What about Retro? The Rangers double up again like last season. I know. I know we're back. It's unsurprisingly given the defensive record recently. Uh, so we'll move on to, I think it's Harps next in the league who have really sort of fell off a cliff recently. Um, Didn't get any goals against Rangers. It was 1-0 against Livingston. They got beat 1-0 off Celtic. So, I mean, mean, they have faced Celtic and Rangers in the last three games. Um, They managed to 2-0 against St Mirren. I think Boyce has been a big miss for them. Uh, I thought I, I watched a bit of the uh, Rangers Hearts game, and I thought Boyce had a good couple of chances where he could have maybe got one or two goals there. So, if they've maybe rushed him back from injury and he's not quite right, it's maybe just took him a bit more time to kind of get back into the groove again. But I thought he was looking good on the weekend, and uh, they faced Dundee, who are, you know, they do concede quite a few goals, and then after that they've got Ross County, who again do concede quite a few goals as well. So. I'd fancy boys for those two fixtures. Um, I also noticed Gary Mackay-Stevens was back and I don't think he had too bad a game after he was dropped at the start of the season. Um, but for me, it's probably boys. I, I do own Cochrane as well. Um, that was probably a mistake on my part, but <laughs> what can you do? Um, so I think Boyce is probably the only Hearts player I'm, I'm interested in just now. I'll probably keep a hold of Cochrane. Um, but if the if the defenders at Hearts don't kind of get back into providing attacking returns, then he's probably going to be on the way out. I don't know how you feel about Boyce and Hearts' defence. Uh, I keep Boyce pretty so much, but I've said from the start of the season, he's pretty much a, a must-have. Even if you want to keep him as sometimes a third option on your bench, he's going to score, I still think, his fair share of goals for the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came off Gordon and goals, I could see... I mean, I've actually been, I'm going to say lucky, but it's actually losing your head sometimes. I've, I've seen it before it's happened. I've seen Hart slide. So I came off Gordon a couple of weeks ago and went to Strychek. So I saved myself 0.6 million. And he's, only like, he's now to the point where he's only like eight, I think he's only eight points behind him. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a little bit of improved a bit better defensively. So I think it's the right move I've made. Uh, Gordon also was like a bonus point magnet, but right now he's not, so I'll keep off him. I've got Kingsley, because he's on free kicks as well, but he's like right mm-hmm. now, between him and McMahon, it's on my, on my bench, depending on the formation and fixture. Like who's the weakest fixtures on the bench, try to get points off it, but yeah, they potentially could be moving McMahon and Kingsley the next four weeks to try to augment my squad other players, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, Dundee United as well another team that were doing well and they've seemed to have kind of dropped off a bit I was surprised that they lost 1-0 at home to Livingston because Dundee United have been really really solid defensive wise this season um, they also lost 1-0 away to uh, 10-man Motherwell as well I think the red card was maybe late on in the game I think, sure. lost, I think I've lost 5 of the last 6 there's a question on that later on I think that's the, the start it was 3-0 against Celtic and they lost the last three. They drew against Ross County. Uh, they beat Aberdeen 1-0 at home. But there was that... I don't think they've been the same since that 5-2 gubbing off Hearts. Maybe that shook their confidence a little bit. Um, 
because it's annoying because the, the, you had the likes of um, Ryan Edwards, Scott McMahon, uh, even Charlie Mulgrew. If they weren't getting clean sheets, you'd fancy them for a goal and an assist. I think Ryan Edwards had about three goals and six game weeks or something. He, he was uh, he was on fire for a bit of time, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be tricky because the next game is against Rangers as well. So not great uh, in the short term. And Hibs, if Hibs can kind of get a new manager bounce as well, then you fancy maybe to concede against them too. So definitely something to keep an eye on. A while back, we'd even advocate in the, the Dundee United double defensive um, assets, but I'd certainly be moving off maybe back to one or maybe not having any until we see some improvement in form. Uh, are you, you say you've got McMahon? Have you got Edwards as well, or just McMahon? No, just McMahon and Hacks. McMahon, I got him obviously at 2.5, so I think he's at 3 million. So I've made my, my money off him anyway. So mm-hmm. I mean, ideally, I'd like to have Ramsey back at this point and then just jump back to Ramsey, but he's not in the squad yet. So I'll just be watching the obviously highlights and fixtures, who's, see who's looking better defensively. But right now, McMahon's the cheap, could be real. I told you, for having Kingsley rotating for the fifth spot on the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hearts, I think, will be getting sold this week to a Ross County player for a double because that's that kind of plug and play last position on your midfield. Just whoever's got the best fixture on for the cheapies and bring him in, I think it'll be a Ross County player this week. Yeah. Nobody else um, Nobody else particularly fancy no, right now. No, definitely not. Uh, Motherwell, I, f- I feel like they're a team that have maybe kind of they've, they've hit a bit of form. They're maybe not really consistent but I feel like they've kind of hit a bit of form um, I think it all came earlier last month they had that 2-0 win away at Aberdeen and then after that they beat Hearts 2-0 at home they did concede 3 against uh, Dundee but then they beat Dundee United at home drew against Hibs and it was only a 1-0 loss to Celtic so they weren't gubbed in that game either uh, Tony Watt he has, before the Celtic game, he managed two goals in two. He's probably, I'd probably still say he's the, the, the talisman there at, at Motherwell. The, the, they have had a few clean sheets recently too. So I think at the start of the season, we quite like to look at Ojala because um, he was getting some assists as well. So he may be an option. Uh, Motherwell plays St. Johnston next and then Liverpool, both home games too. So for those that are looking at... Sure. Livingston, sorry. Did I say Liverpool? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, St. Johnston and Livingston, um, both at home. So uh, two nice fixtures, and you'd fancy them to keep a clean sheet in both those games. St. Johnston particularly uh, are quite goal-shy just now, so um, maybe switching out with a Hearts defender, a Dundee United defender for the likes of a Jal or something like that might not be a bad move. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that, would you, would you yeah, reckon? That's what I was thinking. I mean, I'm, what's, like you said, Talisman, he's one of the cheap three strikers. I think he's going to stay. Again, rotation, having Boyce on the bench, depending on for who you're playing fixtures. But Motherwell's a good option, like you said, if you want to jump off the heart of some other or Dungeon right defender and maybe take a, a step sideways for one of their fullbacks instead, cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That brings us on to, to Aberdeen. Um, I kind of thought, I kind of feel like Hedges has been back in the scene. I, I noticed that he maybe bagged a couple of assists recently. Um, 
they managed a one 0 win against St Johnston. For, for how bad St Johnston have been attacking wise, they do get the odd clean sheet, and you can always rely on Clark for for saves. But I digress because we're supposed to be talking about Aberdeen. Um, Terry Jenkins he scored the goal against St Johnston. I think Ramirez had a nice spell whilst I was away as well. I think he got a couple of goals and some uh, an assist. Um, but he, he still he still is a bit patchy. He, he, he had a good run near the start of the season. And then I think it was maybe about six, seven game weeks where he blanked. And then he kind of has, has had a bit of a patch. So they've got, they're away at Hibs and then they're at home against Dundee. Certainly at home against Dundee, you'd fancy them to score goals. Um, Hibs. So, do you remember how far I got? Is it just to let listeners know why we had a bit of a technical footpath there? So, purple patch, Ramirez, go. <laughs> um, but the face, Hibs, as I said, Hibs are a bit of an unknown entity just now. They got rid of Jack Ross. Didn't really, they weren't too inspiring over the, the two uh, games they played in the double game week there. So you maybe fancy his chances there. And then uh, the face Dundee at home, you maybe fancy him to score there. But if you're going to go Boyce Watt, I, I don't know if you're going to have the funds for having three sort of five million plus strikers because you're going to have a Rebo, you're going to have your two Selic. Um, midfielders as well. You probably have Tav in defence. I don't know. I, I, I've got a fun and I've got all them. <laughs> oh, have you? Eh? <laughs> oh, well. Scrap that then. I think it just depends on who you're on at the right time of the season. You've got the money off it. I mean, like uh, Ramsey, we got him at 2 million and sold him at 2.6, I think. So you've saved that money and this face. Like Jota, I got him on. I brought Jota in right away at the start. I don't know if you did yourself. And then Sold winning injured, so made money on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, as it's me, but I've can kind of pretty much go anywhere apart from Morelis. <laughs> That's what I say. Aye. A step too far. I'm just thinking to my world, Carvin, I'm sitting with 4.2. <laughs> yeah, I jumped. I moved for Ramirez to Nisbet for the doubles, but it didn't really work out. But I'd like to get, I'm thinking no. I'm going to go back to Ramirez as my heart striker, in a heart striker, Abilene striker, and Gredy Nisbet because. Nisbet's not been doing it, and I've noticed he's always getting took off fairly as well, and it's getting closer and closer to that hour mark. Yeah. I mean, he's like 69, 65, I'm like, right, he's going, he's going to end up coming up 461 in these games. The only thing again is, wait and see who the manager is, and who can make rejuvenate him, maybe make him a more uh, an asset. Mm-hmm. You, only one, you only get one transfer a week, so you can't do them. And so you're looking at Boyce, Watt, and Ramirez? That's, what I had, that's the three I had before, Tibbs double, that's why I jumped off him, and I'm going to go back to that, I think. Do you fancy another Aberdeen players just now? Just, just Rams if he's back. There's no they share a lot of points about, so it's like Yeah. There's no there's no real standout and yeah. they've not been solid defensively either. They're hitting this, whereas Ramsey at least you were getting it was quite a bonus point magnet because he's always yeah. great plays and decent for an assist here and there because he keeps his over that far forward. So I'd like to get back but then I say if he gets back it'd be a good job for him as well, so it's not really doing much to your team. So that leads us on then to Hibs. We've just obviously talked about them. Um, the It was a 1-0 win against Dundee. There was a red card, but it wasn't towards the end. 
their goal was actually an own goal by Paul McMullen. And another one was um, 1-1 against St Mirren. And it was Josh Campbell that got the goal. The only player I would really want from Hibbs is Boyle at the minute. Nisbet, I know he got, he had the, we had the double. I, I still think he's kind of living off his reputation from last season. Uh, he's not really replicated that this season at all. Um, and he's just too expensive. Uh, I did have um, Paul McGinn for a period of time, but I got rid of him on the wild card. He was suspended for the, the St. Mirren game anyway. So I wanted to try and maximise my chances of players that are actually going to play in the double. And just because of Hibbs' poor format, I ended up getting rid of him. So for me, it's probably Boyle. But even if if Hibbs don't be, sorry, get reinvigorated from a new manager, Boyle's taken up a lot of, lot of cash. Um, so it might be wise to, to move him on. You could even use him potentially for that the Morelos money. Just about to say um, next time. <laughs> That that could be the next. Uh, interested to see how they play because obviously it's the the League Cup final this weekend. Um, you can imagine if they can't get themselves fired up for that, then what what can they do? Surely, regardless of the manager or whether they're unhappy, they're going to come alive for a cup final and try and get some silverware. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm currently on Hibs three. It was all for the doubles. It's Doig, who seemed to have lost his place under this new Gray manager. He's also dumped him for Stevenson. Nisbet also yeah. didn't work out, and Boyle kept. Uh, like I said, it's probably Boyle who I will keep. Nisbet will get shot at, and Doig. I'd like to keep, but it depends if a new guy goes back to him. If it's mm-hmm. meant to be Sean Maloney, right, he's going to be the manager, and he's going to, he might play with attacking fullbacks, then Doig might become a good asset to have. But it's just a matter of, again, a week to week thing. Exactly, yeah. But you say to yourself, there's nobody really there in that. I mean, you and McGinn, it was decent returns, but their, their forms are really, really patchy, so there's, I mean, there's nothing. And they're quite pricey, a lot of the players, so it's like, and as you were talking about that, so I was thinking in my head, I was going, well, if they don't up their game, Boyle could become somebody else, and then that would give me the Morelis money. Exactly, yeah. Livingston, anything to say about Livingston? Is that it? <laughs> One line, I don't know. Uh, I've got the keeper, who I quite like. I think they're starting to look better defensively week in, week out. So, like I mentioned earlier on, he's now the second, high, the second highest point scorer in the game behind Gordon, and he's still only 2.5 million. Mm-hmm. Jumped on a few weeks ago, and I think I've had four returns out of him already. So, I'm pretty happy with him. If Livingston improved for the season, then he's going also to rise in price, and I'm happy to stay with him right now. Uh, apart from that, you could be, I wouldn't recommend a double up in the back no. it's, a bit, it's a bit much and again another team seems to points out quite a lot when they do get points so there's nobody that's standing out like I, I must have asset yeah I would agree with you on that Strijic maybe is like your backup keeper but that would be it for me unless someone becomes a standout they've had two clean sheets in the last two but it's it's hardly a lot to go on I probably I feel the same about St Mirren there's not really any St Mirren players that I really fancy the defensive form away from home isn't great uh, the most recent away game they conceded 4-1 to Aberdeen Aberdeen haven't been the most prolific attackers um, the only player that's maybe really stood out at St Mirren's Scott Tanza I think he's had 
uh, and a goal and assist in the last two games. I think he scored the consolation goal against Aberdeen and then um, he got the assist for the goal against Hibs. And then the week before that, they had a clean sheet against uh, Ross County. Other than that, there's not really anyone standing out for me. At St Mirren. Thoughts, Peter? Uh, Tanza is one I had for a couple of weeks, returned a few times, but that was the whole day. The, definitely with eye tests, they don't look a very good team, look quite poor, so I come off him. Brophy was one of my options as a cheap striker for a while, but like mentioned earlier on, he's also been doing injury, so that option's gone. So, I mean, the graph doesn't, I know he's played at positional teams up front, but doesn't seem to be doing anything with it, so. No, there's nobody there standing out to me right now, and until the form proves, it's a hard avoid for me. Definitely, Dundee. Uh, Dundee haven't been too bad recently in my book. Um, the goal scoring form's been quite decent. They managed two past Celtic, uh, three against Motherwell, and two against Ross County as well. Um, Luke McCowan got the brace against Ross County. Dan, Danny, uh, Danny Mullen, I brought him on the wild card on the back of, I think he managed like three or four goals in a row. He made it five, but it was an own goal, unfortunately. So uh, I got a minus two points for that. But uh, you've, got to, you've got to go with form in, in these situations. Um, Paul McMullen, he's been uh, getting some returns as well. I don't think there's one single standout kind of guy, but they are quite an attacking team. I think them and Ross County have been... Um, good on the front foot, definitely. Um, and if you're looking for a kind of cheapy option to kind of sort of enable to e- enable you the funds for these more expensive players, and I think some Dundee options are, are decent. I probably wouldn't go for a double or a triple or anything like that, but um, it's worth keeping an eye on, certainly. Do you have any Dundee players, Peter? No, I don't. If I was going to have any, it might have been the young boy McCown up front. I think a nice cheap enabler. Seems to be mm-hmm. now nailed, so you would have him start most weeks, so you could the odd points off the bench. Uh, keeper's a decent cheap option for to say a backup keeper, I suppose. But again, they don't keep much clean sheets, and yeah. in midfield, nah, it would only just be McCown, I think, was the only one that would be sitting as my third choice striker if I wanted to go down that route. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, Ross County as well, they're quite attacking, um, they're next in the, the league. Uh, I was looking at the, the strikers, considering they've got two uh, double game weeks in a row. Obviously, we've just had the first one. Um, I noticed that Dominic Samuel was playing up front uh, in the game against Dundee, and then in the Celtic game, it was Spittle. Uh, Spittle was actually on the on the bench against Ross County, so I was surprised to see him up front the next the next game week. I don't know if you know anything about that. Um, I had Spittle for a while. I've always been impressed with his underlying stats. He does kind of pop up here and there with a goal and assist. Um, but I needed to, to downgrade him to Hongbo to, to free up funds for other <laughs> other uh, players in my team. Uh, we didn't do too badly. Um, if, you, if, you, if you're probably wanting someone you know is going to start and isn't amongst the goals, then probably Charles Cook's probably the the best option. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, Pierre. Like, would you agree? Yeah, I like... That's probably going to be my move this week, probably, with Bobby Harks to Charles Cook, I think. I like the three midfielders for St. Johnson. St. Johnson. Ross County, they all seem to look lively 
Hugginbo, Charles Cook and Spittle. Three of them are decent options, mm-hmm. I think, as your fifth. I mean, if you're going to use a bench, you can sit on the bench. Charles Cook's a great option to have. Don't really fancy their strikers. They don't really keep a lot of clean sheets either. Uh, I suppose another option, you could say the cheap goalkeeper again could be an option if you want yeah. to raise funds elsewhere. But I like Charles Cook and I like, like yourself, I like Spittle. There's a, they're the two. I like it would probably be yeah. easily be the, the fifth option midfielder. Because they have got a bit better form they do look better. Even last night against Celtic, we were watching the game, they, they've definitely looked more organised doing uh-huh. the press. So if you're looking for the start of the season now, he's got them going the right, the right direction, the right direction, a directory. So I think they're going to stay up. I think they'll have enough about them. So if they're going to stay up, they're going to have some decent players running about some points returning, I think, anyway. Yeah, and then at the the bottom of the table, uh, the mighty have fallen. St Johnston, with is that five losses, five losses in a row. If you count the the League Cup semi final, um, it's not looking great for for those guys having getting having managed the, the two cups last season. Um, Owen Clark, because he's always decent. I mean, he's not had a clean sheet for a while, but he's always decent for save points. Um, other than that, I probably wouldn't touch St. Johnston at all. I'm, I'm sure you're probably thinking the same thing. Yep, even Clark, I don't think right now, because I think you've, there's much, much better options. You see yourself a couple of point mil in the bank. Mm-hmm. But then if you've got for a double, then you're probably going to keep them. And there's nobody else. It just shows you the difference a team when you sell three or four players at a couple of cup winning teams and the team just kind of falls apart. They haven't replaced them properly with no. similar state players, and then that's it. And then it looks like <laughs> it could be possible to be getting sacked. I don't think they will sack him in you, but I mean, potentially double cup winner, and then keep out the door. Yeah, I mean, they might give him this January window to see if he can do something there, but it's a bit risky. A bit risky. Oh well, that concludes our roundup. That was easy. That's all twelve teams. Okay. <laughs> Tommy, tell me it wasn't a Tom time, but that was definitely a Tom time. <laughs> right, we will go to the fixtures, right, and then the transfers. Let me see. Oh, shit. Right, so fixtures for the coming week. Obviously, COVID-dependent, because there's a lot of rumours online that it could be shut down after this weekend. But we'll just go as... We'll go as if it's not, and if it is, then obviously, it's out with our control. So, on Saturday, we have... Dundee versus Hearts, Livingston mm-hmm. versus Ross County, Motherwell versus Johnson, Rangers versus Dundee United, and then on Wednesday, Hibs versus Aberdeen, St Johnson, Ross County, and St Mirren Celtic. So obviously you have St Johnson and Ross County with doubles there. So mm-hmm. with that in mind, Tom, we've kind of alluded to it through the podcast, but transfer captains, vice captains options this week? Um, my transfer is probably going to be Mikey Johnston out. To a cheap striker it's probably going to be Van Veen unless anyone else um, stands out out of necessity more than anything else because it has to be 4.2 well actually probably doesn't have to be 4.2 but it has to be around about that kind of mark um, and then I'm probably going to get rid of Scott McMahon and I'll bring in Ralston I'm not too fussed about the St. Johnston double because, as we mentioned, they're not looking too great. And I already own two Ross County players. And for me, I'm quite satisfied with that. I've got Maynard Brewer, the, the goalkeeper, and I've got Hungbo in midfield. So 
that that'll have to do me for for the double there. Uh, captaincy wise, we have Rangers against Dundee United, who've been fairly goal shy. So I'll probably I might go captain Tav and vice captain Bassey. Okay, uh, my transfer will probably be Hearts and United to a Ross County player, probably Charles Cook, who we mentioned later on. And if we do get the news that Dundee United are playing, there'll be five or six players down against Rangers, then I'll be definitely Captain Tav and maybe Vice Captain Rebo. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now, normally I could have brought in Bassey for a defender. But I feel that with Charles Cook, just in my opinion, I think he's potentially would be doing more over the case of a double than Bassey with the one game. That could come back and bite me, so that would be the option. Obviously, that could be all tips up in the window if the game gets called off, but that's I know we just have to cross that bridge as a good week game weeks on. That's a risky one. Might have to reconsider the vice captain and go with a different fixture just to be on the safe side. I'm, I'm pretty sure we would have, I mean, it's a three o'clock kickoff, we've got a two o'clock deadline this Saturday. So we would know well before two o'clock the game's going to be off, wouldn't you? So you'd be able to, yeah, I suppose. You'd be able to do yeah. your thing, thing then. I mean, when the Rangers play again after that. So it's a Sunday after, so it's not Rangers are playing midweek. You'd, you'd imagine the game is called off. Unless something crazy happens, they'd be playing the next week. So you wouldn't be the one who to sell them and get his bench for a week. Mm-hmm. Again, you're just going to have to cross the bridge when it comes. Right, we will... Oh, I didn't say captain. I did transfer captain, so they're not all. Right, we'll go to questions then, Tom. Right, first up is three questions from Bones FPL Jack. He's wrote, Here's a list, lads. Number one, Nisbet was rancid watching his two doubles, 10 points followed by three blanks. Who are your top three fours to own over the next few weeks? So we'll kind of have a look at this. So if you'd three strikers you could bring in, no budget constraints, uh, so who's the three you'd bring in? Number one, Morelos. Number two, what? Because they've got St. Johnston, Livingston and Ross County in the next three, even St. Mirren after that too, before the break. So Morelos, what? And after that, you've got Hearts are playing Dundee, Ross County, St. Johnston. So you've probably got a fancy boys there as well, don't you? Yep. Um, not going to be different. That's the exact same for you. For Morelos is the first option and then what and boys. If money's an option, Tom, and you can't have Morales, who would be the third one then to go along with the other two? I'll go Ramirez. Yeah, okay, I'll back you on that one. Go Ramirez. Okay. Right, second question is eyeing up any Ross Cootney or Johnson assets for the double? I think we've made a feelings clear on St. Johnston. If anything, you're probably going to go Ross County. Um, St. Johnston have been very goal shy, so uh, a Ross County uh, Maynard Brewer, the, the goalkeeper, might not be a bad option. He made some cracking saves against Selig last night, I noticed. Um, otherwise, you're probably looking at either Charles Cook or Spittle. I'd agree, uh, Cook or Spittle, but I'd also say if you own Clark, just roll it. It's a double, double game week player, so I wouldn't be trying to get off him either. Nobody really stands out to me with any, any of the teams. <clears throat> Number three, Dungeon United. Five of the last seven, would you sell their players? We kind of called this as well, Tom. We've kind of alluded, yeah, we've kind of mentioned that before. We're, we're recommending that. Rangers and Hibs next. Um, 
St Mirren Dundee after that. Yeah, certainly in the short term, sell. Okay, next up is a question from the Scottish fantasy football community. So, how on earth do we build towards Morelis? And is he worth the 8.5 million price tag? So, work it back. Is he worth 8.5 million in the game, Tom? Mm, If he maintains the consistency that he has under the new manager, then yes, I I believe so. Yeah, I would say he wasn't worth it at the start of the season, but if he continues this vein of form, then I think he's going to be worth it because he'll probably end up top goal scorer. And how do you get to him? We loaded. The I think situation. I think if you're if you're not satisfied with Hibbs's performances and you don't believe that they're going to improve any time soon, then that would probably be the obvious move: downgrade Boyle to free up the money for Morelos that way. Um, because you probably want to have your Celtic mids as placeholders for when uh, Kyogo and Yota come back. So it doesn't leave a lot of spare cash in midfield to, to free up so Boyle's probably the, the target there then the back line you're probably only expensive player in the back line is going to be Tav isn't it don't know you could work that would be as if you jumped for Tav to Goldston and went for having a double up cheap Goldston and Bassey yeah. I still think I still think the Boyle one stands out because you don't want to go for a Tav in here but you know has to haul one week and your rank's going to plummet because a clean sheet and assist and says he has a penalty when you're talking 20 plus points in a game week and if you don't own them then yeah even when they weren't keeping clean sheets he was still getting uh, double figure he was getting a lot of assists he was doing a lot when they weren't keeping clean sheets yeah so I think it'd be silly if you really really want to get to him and you don't have the funds I would say that the boil situation seems to be honest what I'm going to have to think about this couple of weeks because this but then as we mentioned before you've now got the thing where Hibbs new manager so Boyle could be a new player so we're going to have to wait and see how that pans out mm-hmm. And then you get all the stuff, then we'll COVID will shut us down and we'll have to do it all again. <laughs> right, next question. Brian from Blazer Tank. Would you go Nisbet to Boyce this week or Ronan to Spittle? Right, just off the top of that. Well, Spittle's got a double game week, so I think that would be the most obvious one, would you think? Or would you still go? Yeah. Nah. I just think clearly because the two games, the two potential play double points. I think that would be the one to go for. And yeah, plus, especially you know, the opposition, Livingston, uh, St. Johnston. Plus, you already said, Boyce hasn't, hasn't exactly been firing, he's been working his way back to fitness, so I think the second one is also on there, but right. Right, next up. Let's go through all the... Where's that went to? Right, there it is. And the last question is from Josh McSee, footblog, that's Josh underscore footblog. Would you trust a Ross County or St. Johnson asset with an armband this week? So with an armband, so you'd also mean captain or vice-captain. Would you be so bold? <laughs> you could maybe go vice. Uh, if you fancy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. call up the captain. No. If you're fancying a, a, a punty vice-captain, if you're maybe going hill walking this weekend, you're not going to have a signal and you're worried about the Rangers game getting called off. You could go, you could hedge your bets and go a Ross County player, vice captain. That's what I think. Spittle or Charles Cook, perhaps. I think it balls down to the main event. It depends on how the game week pans out. The news. If Rangers have played United about half a team and I think it was silly to go elsewhere. 
because it only takes Ross County to lose one game, they lost two games, one nil, or draw one game and beat another game, then your place caps have been ruined. Whether if you like you said, if you, Rangers play on United and you face captain Morelis, Aribo, Tav, Bassi, and they win by two or three goals and the clean sheets, then that's it's going to get you more points. All right with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So the topics can already been covered, Tom. We can have them covered it when we're out all through the the pod. But it's basically COVID. How important is it now with the COVID kind of stuff? To have a full bench, would you be willing to drop the bench trick? Like use that extra guy because if to have more playing guys in your squad because of COVID, or how would you attack it? Uh, I think you're probably going to be all right. I mean, I, I got rid of the um, the non-playing player for my bench boost, um, but I'll be making moves to get back to that as quickly as possible. I think as long as you've got a diverse bench and you're going to have maybe a couple of players on the bench then you're going to be okay I'd probably have a playing goalkeeper as backup rather than one of these 1.8 goalkeepers that don't play at all I'd maybe look to have a playing goalkeeper as backup and then as long as you've got two players on the bench I think you should be okay um, I, other than Celtic and Rangers I'd, I'd maybe not look at any sort of triple ups that you've obviously got a Hibs triple up which you'll be moving away from mm-hmm. I think if a Celica Rangers game's cancelled, then I think the juice is worth the squeeze on that one because you're going to get all the you're going to get all the if you if you if you're not going to triple up on Celica Rangers and you're not going to get the points and you're going to fall further behind, um, then what would happen if a game was cancelled? So you need to have this those Celica Rangers players because that's where your main source of points is going to be coming from. But going further down the table, I think I would be wary of any sort of triple ups. Um, even double ups, if you don't need to have them there, then don't have them. I'd try and have, have a diverse uh, selection of players from the other teams. And my top tip would be captain the captain a player on the first day if you know the game's on. Because what will happen is, is people have done the FPL this week, is the captain players in a second or third game. game, game gets cancelled, it's ready locked in, and you lost your captain. Whereas if Rangers are playing three o'clock kickoff and it's definitely going ahead, captain to have. <laughs> you, wait, you wait till Sunday the game's called off you lost your captain that's his son I've noticed I think would be work yeah if you know a game's going ahead and you fancy somebody that game with a captain and there are other games that are dicey with getting called off go with it's definitely guaranteed I concur <laughs> <laughs> right that is us with the Scottish game this week now we're kind of midway through an FPL so I didn't think there's any point in really covering it much unless then you want it but is then you've got specifically for F- FPL Tom Nothing specifically, don't I? I thought it was just uh, be general in this one. Well, if you get any say, on you go. Nothing? Uh, <laughs> not a how lot. You, how are you getting on? How is your points? So what is your rank? How was your last game week? You're middle of game week now. Um, so, <laughs> this game week's going awful. I've got 13 points. I took a, I took a hit. Um, so, I, so, so did I. I, I took a hit and the, the player I took a hit for was Josh King. So I could have him and Dennis up front purely just to have <laughs> better <that>. players better <laughs> players playing because obviously I had the uh, lot for Man United and Ronaldo. They weren't playing. Cancelo was suspended for this game week, I think. Um, so just to try and get 11 players out, 
I took a hit. Odegaard didn't do anything. I got him in for Brownhill. And then with the money left over, I got rid of the boy Archer, um, who was just kind of filling a gap. He played for Villa. He doesn't play for Villa, that's the point. Um, and brought in King. And then the Watford game was called off, so not looking too good. So hopefully Captain Salah tonight, uh, Yotta, uh, Trent, and I've got James as well. Hopefully they do a job for me and uh, save my game week because otherwise it's not looking too hot. Previously, though, my, my rank's been doing quite well. I think you were, I think you were took me last week. I think I was kind of, that was the first time you went above me. Yeah, I've been jumping up the the ranks for for a wee while. I've been kind of floating round about um, between the top top a hundred, top a hundred and two hundred, up and down. Um, but not really breached the hundred k mark yet. The closest I've been was last game week. I managed to get to one hundred and fourteen. Um, no, this game week I'm not doing uh, doing too good, but. I think everyone's in I the same boat, really. I think it's one of the game weeks. I was gave a bad game week. I mean, I was, I jumped for, I've been up to 90. I've been down to turn on 20, up to 98, and then down to 132. I'm currently sitting at one, no, I'm currently sitting at 128, I think, right now, obviously. But uh, I took a hit. I brought in the lot as well, Tom, early, and then the game got called off, so up with a few transfer ruined. So when the senior game was called off and right, and I jumped from Ronaldo to Watkins because the game was definitely on for the hit and it paid off because Watkins returned 12 points. So the game weeks actually worked out not too bad for me so far. I mean, I'm on 24 points. I've still got James, Trent, Salah and Wilson to go. Captain Salah, so four plus to go. Mm-hmm. Above average, so I think I'll be rising. I overall rank 126, so I think... As it stands, if the right players have done all, I've I actually had a rank rise considering I've been a totally disaster this week. And that's it. So, um, how many players have you got playing this weekend? Because it looks like a few games have been cancelled as well. What's the situation? Do you know yet? It's been cancelled on the FPL website. There's, there's only five games. So, it looks like the Watford players aren't playing, Southampton players aren't playing, Man United aren't playing again. Burnley, Crystal Palace, they're all going. Yep. Right, so it stands in now, my team would be no goalkeeper. I would have a back three of James, Trent, Cancelo, a midfield two of Sal and Smith Rowe, and then up, and up front would be Watkins and Wilson. I don't think we're going to get to it. I think they're going to call it. Think so? And they're going to take a break. Have the winter break now? I think that's a talk with the Scottish... I would say the Alonis Scottish talk as well. They're going to... After this weekend, League Cup final, and then the round of games of the weekend, I think they're going to call it early and say, take a break to January. Because that's four games to fit fit in, but I suppose they'll just need to try to fit them in at some point, won't they? Yeah. And then we'll be on furlough trouble, Tom, we'll not to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to wait and see how that goes. It's, just, it's the same as last year, I think. I always healthy safety in rising cases, and it's now became that time where it was like it's like the start of the last season we were covering it. Remember, players were dropping all the time, and it was like the COVID. Now it's like yeah. it's, happened, it's happened again, and I think they're going to take a week, couple of weeks out. Because there's too many cases. It's a nightmare, but it's it's not good about it. So that is us, Tom. Unless you, else you want to add? No, that's me. 
So the plan is we will be back on Tuesday next week, guys, unless... Well, we'll come back because there will be games, I'm assuming. But that'll probably be our last show till after the year. We'll wait and see. And we can come back with a Tom special with hundreds of stats and stuff. These <laughs> during the festive period. You do That's all the So you get any plug before we go, Tom? Uh, I am at FFS underscore Scout on Twitter. Uh, been busy this first half of the season. Not going on, but... Uh, I'll put my feet up over Christmas and we'll be back with a bang in the new year. Follow me at Fantasy Half. You can follow Gunnar also at FP underscore Gunnar. He's not been active right now, but he will come back. So he yeah, is part of the podcast. Anything else? I think that's us. If you like us, give us a review. Sorry we were out for a couple of weeks, but things happen. But we should be back to some of that normality for now on. And again, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And we'll see you later. Say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye. Goodbye for me. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program.